0: Well, hi everyone, it's Obi Abuchi here with the Leading from Your Core podcast and vodcast. This show is dedicated to helping leaders all around the world discover leadership wisdom, stories and insights that will enable you to tap into the power of leading from the inside out. Our current season is focused on mental resilience among leaders, and I'm delighted to welcome on the show, Toye Ushumbi. Toye is the founder and CEO of Business Leaders Coach. He's been coaching and training leaders for over 20 years and is passionate about his mission. Uh, he is motivated by the belief that organizations that have great leaders become great companies and that's uh, a belief that's very close to my heart and besides his business acumen Toye serves in his local church where he uses his skills voluntarily to help people Uh, Toye enjoys music uh, traveling jazz music in particular playing the saxophone he's married with two children and lives in London with his family Uh, my wife Bijou and I have absolutely benefited from Toye and his wife's incredible insight into marriage and other areas of life. So, Toye, really, really excited to have you on the show. Well, Thank you, uh, Obi. It's an honor to be on your podcast. (laughs) Uh, I I know we're going to have uh, an incredible conversation. And as, as much as I said, this current season is focused on mental resilience. We're going to go in a couple of different angles today. So, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, so our, our listeners and viewers get to know you a little bit more. I want to start off with just asking you to share about your story. We've all got a story of how we got into doing what we're doing. You running Business Leaders Coach, is that something that you always saw yourself doing or what was your journey into this? Yeah,
1: well, thanks. Thank you for that. Uh opportunity so um well I, I guess first of all my background i when i look back and i think about you know my learning desire desire to learn right from small growing up i i, I loved reading encyclopedias and things like that and so sort of just feeding our knowledge i realized was something that i just did i just love to read but um around uh 1998 going way back now I I started working full-time for my church um, and my counterpart and myself we were overseeing a group of singles over a hundred and was doing that and just not not knowing what to do it was a it was a very very um, challenging time because you think well it's a voluntary group and people should be motivated so I had an assumption that this should be easier to influence and motivate people, but it, I tried lots of things and they just weren't working. And so I remember going into a uh, a books a bookstore uh, and looking and seeing a, a DVD stack by John Maxwell titled uh, "The Leader Within" and um, developing the leader within you and developing the leader around you. Now. These videos and it was v- VHS is in those days.
0: You're taking us back. <laughs> I
1: know. i about listeners.
0: Well, will have to Google that. Hey, videos? What are those? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and even yeah. the encyclopedias you mentioned. I like, know. Uh, <laughs> you, you mean Google? What's an encyclopedia? <laughs> yeah, I'm showing
1: sure my age here, uh, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean people might laugh what I'm about to say. Also, that they cost ninety-five pounds, which me um, thinking, well, what's but my salary was just over so wow. was a thousand pounds,
0: so it was it it's was a big decision.
1: Yeah, so it was a big decision to to buy uh, these um, DVDs. But I did, you know, bite my lip and bought them, and sat down and and watched and sat at the feet of somebody who helped me to understand what leadership was all about. And it was in that moment that I became a student of leadership. You know, and wow. if anybody knows John Maxwell. He has a saying, everything rises and falls on leadership and leadership Mm -hmm. is influence. And so I can trace it back to then where I realized that leadership was a separate topic that I needed to develop as a skill Mm. um, and also help other people because there's a difference between having the technical knowledge and having the knowledge of how to um, help other leaders, or even just how to be a leader it's almost like a completely different skill set. So so that mm, takes me back mm. and that's what, that's what got in, me into this and then ended up in um, learning and development, started my own company in 2007, and then during the whole market crash, uh, ended up working for a global organization, a staffing global organization, and then became the head of learning over a period of time, developing lots of training courses and coaching a lot of the senior leaders. I was there for over 11 years and saw a lot of what I um, was able to put into practice to help people and then started Business Leaders Coach last year. Um, And now working with small, medium sized businesses that are looking to scale up and working with the CEO and his or her leadership team, perhaps they're quite inexperienced and giving them the tools to be able to develop the behaviors and habits that can help them to take their business to the next level.
0: Wow, brilliant. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Your story and what stands out to me and, and resonates most is that sometimes people can come at this from a very academic perspective. But what drew you into this space was this dilemma that I, I want to figure out how to make this work. You know, how does engagement actually work? How does leadership work? How does what does it look like to actually influence people? Um, And you've come at it from that space of I want to figure out the tools that actually make this um, possible. And one of the things and you know, this and a lot of the listeners, viewers watching this will realize that just because you're in a position of leadership and a position of authority doesn't mean that you are effective as a leader or that you even understand what it's about it's one thing to have the position it's another thing to have the skills and the mindset to to make it work so absolutely um, Absolutely. love love that love that um some people it's this just comes to mind based on you know your experience and and what we we just talked about now um I wanna jump into this debate about the, uh, are leaders born or made. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, let's just go there and kind of get that off the table and then we'll move uh, deeper into one of the topics you were touching on last year that I wanna explore with you. But first of all, yeah, what's your take on, are, are leaders born or made? Well, I've got to quote uh John Maxwell
1: said I've never seen an unborn leader. I mean it's just <laughs> you know, um so I guess I mean just, just I, I just to mention that uh, I think what we're saying is that are, are some people do they come with this innate ability to be able to lead. I think that's what, the, yeah. when people say that, that's, that's most likely what they're saying. So it is an interesting question because, you know, as we go through, you know, being in learning and development, you know that um, personality profiling and things like that can lend to certain attributes that people mm-hmm. can can see quite more natural, you know, like for instance, some, some personality types will be more decisive naturally uh, than hesitant. Um, so there definitely are Attributes that can lend towards a certain type of leadership style, right? And it all depends on the environment and um, where they are uh, at that point in time in history, you know, many, many different things that would sure. still consider that person a leader, right? Um, and then at the same time, uh, a lot of things, I was saying that a lot of things are caught, you know, they're not taught. So if you naturally grew up with a great leader, uh, somebody who has that ability to show empathy and connect with people, and maybe it was your parent or somebody that you just grew up with and you naturally just saw that without you knowing, you would you would take in a lot of those attributes, mm, perhaps, mm-hmm. and so it could come across like this person is a naturally born leader but we have to go into that person's history to realise that actually this person has been around good leadership. It's been modelled and this person just assumed uh, just uh, took on some of those attributes and was able to build on that. So sure. some people have a bit of an advantage on that uh, on that spectrum. But then can um, our leaders born or our leaders made from what we know now, you know, leadership uh, is down to habits. Mm -hmm. And habits are down to behaviors and behaviors are down to a thinking pattern. So it's either we're saying that we can't teach or train people a certain thinking pattern, a thought, a mind, a mindset, which Mm -hmm. I don't think is, I think we can, you know. I think that everybody would have, can be a leader and has to be a leader in this current climate that we're in anyway or else, you know, you won't be able to survive. Uh, and so my answer is leaders, some have attributes that come across as if they were born with it, mm-hmm. but it does not mean that leaders can't be made even if they don't see themselves as a leader. I hope that yeah. gives that uh, an answer.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty comprehensive one as well. And once again, uh, Um, a reference to John Maxwell there he's been quite influential in my life as someone who has just studied leadership and and sat at the feet of some of the greats obviously um, Stephen Covey's book Mm. was the the first book that really inspired me down this path so I think your answer as well is quite hopeful for everyone Mm. not only those listening to this the seasoned leaders the emerging leaders to realize i can grow in uh-huh. this area and even if i moved into a leadership position just um and didn't feel i had the skills this uh-huh. is something that i can absolutely get better and better at um, yeah absolutely now you you alluded to something and, and just before we went live we were talking about touching on, on this topic which is everyone as a leader yes Let's just unpack that for us. What, what does that mean for you? And why is that a significant understanding or perspective for leaders to have that? Because it sounds like you're saying, this isn't just about position. You know, I have three people reporting into me. I oversee a business, so, you know, 10, 50 million turnover, whatever the case may be you're saying everyone's a leader just what does that mean what are the implications
1: yeah i think um, i mean first of all we have to go back in history to really understand um, why this concept of everyone a leader is relevant what what i would call in today's world so if you go back in time you know you find out that the structures the culture just um, how things operated was very hierarchical in general and so the definition of a leader nobody would even perhaps have that concept or mindset that oh a leader um you know in those days it was almost like the leader had to know it all you know that the leader had to be the person who had all the answers and when you go back in time and you look at our structures of organizations industrial age you find out that well there was no way else the employees could get the answers you know they didn't have the data they didn't have anything and so we have now transitioned into a completely different world Um, and um, if i was to quote alvin toffler he said that you know the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write but those who cannot learn unlearn and relearn and i think we are now in an age where all of us it doesn't matter whether you are a leader in position or not we are all in this transition of all of us have to learn how to live in this new economy and so what does that mean it then it means that we first and foremost have to take responsibility for our own choices Mm, that's and mm, and that's and that's mm. the bottom line is that this leadership thing is now about if you don't lead yourself somebody is influencing you in a direction that perhaps you don't even want to go and you're not even aware. Mm-hmm. And, and so to answer the question, what does this mean? It means that everybody has to uh, take on board this mindset that I, as a human being, I have agency. I mean, you, you made reference to Stephen Covey's uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I mean, he got it right. He said, you know, habit number one, be proactive, you know, which means you can say yes, you can say no. You Mm -hmm. can choose how you're going to respond. And that's the beginning of leadership. So when when I talk about this kind of leadership, it is not the the leader of an organization Mm -hmm. or the leader in position and title. It is that everybody has to realize that I am leading my life. Mm-hmm. That's the sort of bottom line point. That's why everyone a leader, and and the reason why I emphasize that is because what you find in you know, a lot of discussions I have with different people, and you know you would know, some people just don't like that that word leader. They just don't mm-hmm. like it. They just just like, oh no no no, I don't see myself as a leader. I remember looking um, at some statistics, and somebody said that they asked a group of people, mm-hmm. and many of them said, oh I don't see myself as a leader. And so just the fact that people have that perspective means that there are some decisions that a leader knows they need to make. And the moment Mm -hmm. you're avoiding that choice of being a leader, that means you're also avoiding some of those choices Mm -hmm. that -hmm. you need to make. And, And that's detrimental to your moving forward, because as I said, knowing that you have that ability to say yes or no to things is vital in today's mm. world vital i can't over overemphasize
0: wow that's there's so much to unpack there and, and i do want to go <laughs> so sorry, <deeper> but... <laughs> in, into no 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 I, I want to go deeper into this but there's something that you've just referenced a few times and I, I want to draw that out for our listeners hopefully they've picked it up as well but we're not you're not talking about Oh, position, you know, who do I oversee? You said responsibility. You know, am I taking responsibility? Am I um, recognizing that I have a choice? I, I have a choice to say yes or no. I'm taking ownership for my life. One of the things when you, whenever I've been in a setting with a team, what is it that makes the leader of the team stand out? It's usually if some things, if there's a pressurized situation, there's a, a decision to be made, the leader is usually like, okay, guys, here, here's what, you know, she'll say this or he'll say that. It's like, here's what we're going to do. And it's just that willingness to say, I'm going to take ownership for this right now, and I'm going to make a choice. I'm not afraid to do that. And it sounds like what you're saying is everyone recognizing that we always have that ability. And, and that's what it comes down to, is that right? Yes,
1: it is. And uh, just going back to your scenario of the team. So in the past, right, typically what will happen is um, person A in the team would see something and then expect the leader to flag it up and talk about it, right? Mm. It's like, oh, wow, okay, if Obi didn't say it, then maybe I shouldn't, you know? what I am saying is that in this new economy, Right. Mm -hmm. And this new world that we're in, you know, the team leader can't even see it, like can't even see it. And the reason why you are on that team is because you're the one that can see it. Mm -hmm. And so if, if you don't realize that you're you seating are on that table, that's the reason why you are there you know mm-hmm. and to communicate that to the team as long as sure. the te- once he once the team is clear on his goals and his vision and his objectives then everybody that takes on that role of leader participates in the journey towards this goal in the past as i said the leader would kind of like be the one saying here we go and here's a mm-hmm. plan and all that What I'm saying is that in this VUCA world, and for those Mm -hmm. who don't know, you know, this volatile, uncertain, it's complex and ambiguous. Mm -hmm. That's the world that we're now in. Everybody has to play their role, you Mm -hmm. know, in seeing that and contributing. And even if the team leader comes up with an idea, you, as a member of the team, should Mm -hmm. still voice. If you saw something different and you don't say, you get my point like you're not sure being on. a true team member and that's yeah. why as you said taking that responsibility is sure the first on. thing isn't it so yeah i hope that makes sense so you know yeah un- un- yeah I, I,
0: I love that and and i want to explore a bit more with you just some of the benefits within organizations there's an analogy that just came to mind as you were talking about just owning that space i can imagine and not every one of our uh, my listeners or viewers will be big football fans I'm actually mm. only into football because of my kids but yeah, anyway. so same same here you know my son <laughs> has got his rubbed me in <laughs> <laughs> yeah I have no choice now um but I I think of a football team so you've got a captain of the team right you've got the 11 players and mm. and as a player, whether I'm a um, a midfielder, defender, you know, centre back, there you go. I just about know some of the positions. <laughs> um, when I'm in my space, I've got to own it. Yes. Right. I've got to own it. I can't say, oh, the ball's at my foot. Mm captain where are you what should I do it's like well no I need to know what I need to do as you say hey we've got an overall vision right we need to get the ball over to the other side and into the goal and so I've got to take absolute ownership for my position in partnership obviously with my team members and and I recognize their their bit and what they've got to do but everyone a leader in the sense that there are things that i'm absolutely accountable for yeah uh, that impacts the overall goal and performance of our team our organization mm. and i've got to take ownership for doing yeah. the best yeah. i can with my bit is that the way that, of thinking about yeah it?
1: that's that's right and so the you see and because of that you see the role of the team leader now is now slightly different Sure. You know, so uh, as I said, so in the past, you know, the expectation of the leader of that team would be to come up with, uh, with the answers, the plan, the strategy. But then now you see that leader of that team has to harness and and cultivate that thinking of the team members, it has to empower them to mm-hmm. be able to challenge and speak up and see when they say things and so this is where you know google did the research and found out that what are some of the key elements in a team and number one was psychological safety you know so having you know for me to be able to disagree with you my team leader in the in the meeting or say i have a different opinion i have i have to know that it is safe and Mm -hmm. so the shifting around the perspective of the leader the team leader has to accommodate that and that takes a different character quality it takes mm-hmm. humility it takes openness it takes you know don't hold on to your ideas so you know so tightly it's a different oh. perspective you know and this is being a leader and sure. it, as i said and when you think about 20 i call it 21st century leadership right if you think of the 20th century leader, how can he be wrong? Or how can she be wrong? How can she be oh, challenged in the room? Oh yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Dare you? It's like what? Yeah, maybe you do look as I like say. A, yeah, exactly. You see, so it's a it's a huge shift. Um, but what you'll find in many of the companies that are, you know, figuring this out, um, is is that's what is needed today. So it's a different kind of um personality, it's a different kind of um focus um it's a hunger for the answer and it's got nothing to do with your title Mm. um and i think that yeah so so that's sort of this is maybe i think we're still in the early stages of this but it's very very obvious
0: sure yeah yeah well you you said it's a huge shift because i i imagine some people listening to us they listening to the the analogies you know some of the benefits and everything okay yeah this is a no-brainer and if it's such a no-brainer why isn't it happening everywhere right so I'd love to explore you said it's a huge shift what is it one that is holding leaders back from operating in this way now if the benefits are incredible I mean who wouldn't want to unleash more of the potential and capability and agency of their team. So, what is holding leaders back and what can help them make that shift? So, let's start off with yeah. what's holding, holding
1: well, them back? Okay. Well, I, I, first of all, I want to quote uh, from a, a book from a good friend, Obi Abuchi, who talked about <laughs> playing the ego game. Oh, man, and, and, wow. And, Sounds like and, a great book. There's a... <laughs> You know, and um and what you said in in your book, and if you haven't bought it by it, definitely, you know, leading from your core. But um what you said about it's the ego game. So in as much as it's 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 tempting to say it's the things out there, you know, the desire for profit, the desire for, you know, a promotion, like those would be the things that you would hear, you know, people they don't want to give up the benefits of all the accolades and the uh, the position of being mm. a leader like those are, but those are the outward things but if you really boil it down to maybe like one thing mm. it will be ego mm. It will be ego and that's challenging to give up mm. because it's a risk you know it's a risk and um you know i just um I just published a podcast at the time of us recording this podcast. I just released a podcast this week, you know, and uh, I went through five great books I read in 2021. One of them Mm -hmm. was yours. Um, (laughs) Another one was the book, um, The Heart of Business by Hubert Jolly, Mm -hmm. uh, who was the former CEO of Best Buy. Fantastic book because... I, I would say he is a vision of CEOs of the future. And I'm all, we're sort of there now. But, you know, in terms of really the things that he had to give up, um, the things that he had to rethink, um, you know, uh, taking on feedback from anybody and everybody, um, sure. placing people above profits. Um, And these are things having a very clear purpose. And these are things, as you know, good to great. A lot of people have their purpose and their vision and all those Mm -hmm. things on the wall and all. But they're still, for many organizations, they are still external things. That It's like, oh, everybody's doing it. We need to do it. And it's only those where, when it comes from the heart, that you're seeing the follow through. So the reason why it's a huge, huge shift Mm -hmm. is because at the end of the day, you know, this is always coming back to the individual about mm-hmm. leading yourself first. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that's the reason why it's not something that can be mandated or commanded, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a personal choice that mm-hmm. a person has to make. And when you see the big leader, like, as I said, Hubert Jolly, when you read his story, when you read how he came to terms with it he first of all understood this perspective intellectually he said you mm-hmm. was speaking to his sort of mentor who told him this and he's like all of them agreed he said it took a number of years before he realized that he had to put it into practice
0: sure yeah 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 wow thank you for sharing that and we'll put a link into in the show notes to that um, podcast you mentioned and and um, Hubert Jolly's book as mm. well. It, it's and before we go into how leaders can make that shift, you know that emphasis on the ego game. And I know one of the things you talk a lot about um, is you know self mastery. And I, I talk about it from just this perspective of leading from the inside out. You've really got to know how your ego is sabotaging your effectiveness mm. as a leader and. You're right. It, it 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 does take awareness. It's the they say the longest journey in the world, right? It is the that um, journey from the head, the, head the head to the heart. heart yeah. That it's one thing to get things intellectually, mm. and and lots of leaders read. They read. They've got lots of information, right? And I think almost addicted to information, mm. but information doesn't equal transformation. No. The transformation comes when we when we get it when we internalize it when we're implementing it and i just recently was having a conversation with some people about um just that the ego game and and just tr- translating it into the language of as leaders we get a lot of our worth right from here's what i do mm-hmm. i i run this phenomenal organization you know 200 million turnover you know that's what i do and so if that's taken away from me what am i or or look at what i have look at the comp and ben package that i'm on look at the accolades right and if that's taken away from me what do i have or if um Uh, people this is what people are saying about me and my business and 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 I'm you know the top 100 leader I got this award and if that's taken away from me what do I have and Mm. so it's as you said it's it's a really scary thing to to let go of that and just learn to settle into our true worth as human beings and and express that but but that's a journey and even Mm. for someone who. Ran such a successful business like Best Buy. It's interesting to hear it still took years to yeah. for that journey to really be internalized and mm. say, hey, you gotta put this into practice and you gotta work addressing some of your own demons yeah, in order to uh get to a place where you can really mm. live this way. But let, let's go there and and you know just sort of start wrapping up with some um solutions as well and ideas and tips mm. for. Uh, our listeners, but how, how do you make that shift? What what are some things in your experience in your work with the leaders that helps yeah. them to make that shift?
1: Yeah, that's, well, that's always a, it's a good question because you know first and foremost, you know the saying is nobody changes until they're first self aware. So mm. the bringing people to uh, a self awareness of either the choices that they're currently making is not getting them to where they want to go, mm-hmm. or um, even them just thinking about, you know, where do they really want to go? Um, and interestingly enough, it's just by asking certain questions. You know, last year, Jim Le um, published a book, which was actually part of the five books I mentioned in, in the podcast you know, titled Leading with Character. Yeah, okay, and um, a question, it's a simple question he asked, and it was simply, "What what are you chasing? You know, what are you chasing them, you know? And I've asked people, I've asked, you know, CEOs. And a few months ago, I was asking, I was speaking to a CEO who runs many companies. right? Mm-hmm. And I asked him and I said, so what's your purpose? And his response? Well, maybe nowadays I'm not as surprised, but it did surprise me because you know, there's a lot of energy and mm-hmm. a lot of. And I said, you know, he said to you, I've never actually, I've never really thought about my purpose. I never really thought about it i just i just get on with it i just get on and do the next thing and the reason why i quote this person is because you know yes even bringing somebody to self-awareness could still just be self-aware but if you're clear on your purpose Mm. uh, then Mm. it actually does help so there is an order of things in my opinion that people need to um, really figure out they need to ask themselves some very very tough questions what do I want you know but who do I want to be because at the end of the day what you're going to find is that um, many people achieve the things that they want but they still find that something is missing
0: Sure. Um,
1: and so asking that question who do I want to be and then you know and I'm guessing that what will happen is you would write down character qualities most of the time you know because it's not what do you want it's who do you want to be And Mm. when you ask who do you want to be or when you die, when you pass away, what do you want people to talk about Mm. at your funeral? And Mm you mentioned this as well. You know, nobody's going to say, oh, he had a great title. He was a CEO. or He was this and that. You know, it would be the people you've touched, the lives you've influenced. Mm. And that you end up with the character that you were when people um, engaged with you. Right. Sure. Now. Self-awareness has context. Because am I be am I that person? Mm, Am I that mm -hmm. person? And asking yourself certain questions around that is the first step, and Mm. then you can start to build on the character qualities that you want to be. Um, And then, because and here's the point, because we're talking about leadership. And then, obviously, what you're going to find is that what about the people that you are leading? What are they becoming? And then we this now has context into leadership. In my opinion, what I try to do is to help you know managers and entrepreneurs become leaders and then leaders become coaches. Because what you're gonna find is that at the end of the day, the facilitation of the coaching questions is what's gonna be casted down to your direct the reports that you're gonna then build a company of like-minded people who are focused on becoming people of character that build an organization that does great things. But here's what I have found, you know, uh, is that irrespective right now, people are talking about your leadership around the dining table somewhere. <laughs>
0: sure.
1: And it can either be something positive or something yeah. negative. And mm-hmm. I think that's that's what I uh, that's what I'm passionate about influencing. And those are some of the steps um, that I would sort of encourage people
0: to take in order to be able to start moving in that right direction. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant steps. Thank you for that. So self-awareness, but not just self-awareness without any context, self-awareness within a context of your purpose and, and who do you want to be and and um uh, Stephen Covey talks about it as beginning with the end in, in mind. mind. Yeah. yeah, and and I wrote that in my book, and that's been a huge thing for me. People laugh, but writing my eulogy uh, mm. has been so helpful because I'm quite intentional, right? I, I, I was thinking about it this morning in the shower. <laughs> Believe <laughs> it or not, I was thinking about the fact that I actually don't know when I'm gonna die. Yeah, right. I can I can influence it to a certain degree in that I as much as possible it's not premature so I don't go and do stuff silly and I mm. don't but but generally speaking, I don't know when I'm going to die but what I do know is that each day I have a choice about how I live yes. right how I show up and and how do I show up okay within a context of a, a vision I have for my life an impact that I I want to make and so yes being able to ask myself okay how am i doing with Mm, my overall vision uh, the strengths the abilities the talents the perspectives that i see myself having and and so for me that's just yeah a great way of what you've talked about there just bringing this to life and asking yourself questions based on who you want to be and what i love as well about what you've said there is the really powerful thing as a leader is then passing that on it's Mm -hmm. who helping your people ask them the questions who are they who do they want to be who are they becoming and recognizing whether you like it or not and this isn't so much about what your self-worth but recognizing that as a leader you are casting a shadow on the people around you and it's having it's either releasing more of their energy or taking Mm -hmm. energy from them and how do you make sure that it's releasing more i mean this idea of everyone being a leader and and drawing out more of that leadership from people is a powerful one for organizations and for leaders to take on board and so it's thank you for yeah sharing it and and exploring
1: it yeah yeah there are just a few so there there are a few things that i think you know thinking about this as an organization from an organizational point of view then I think we need to transition into thinking that organizations that we're building are now learning organizations. And that, because mm. learning has to be mm. at the core. Um, and when learning is at the core, then this idea of everybody taking responsibility for their own learning, oh. uh, everybody taking responsibility for their actions, becomes, it becomes sort of even logical that, oh, yeah, we have to. Um, and so one of the ways of doing that, you know, in our world today, as you said, there's there's a difference between taking in a lot of content or actually applying things. And one of the biggest challenges is that we're led by content. We think we are learning because we read a lot. And this is something mm. that I've fallen to as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was out of this that I came up with five daily habits that mm-hmm. um, I felt like, wow, if, if we did this, you know, as a learning um Professional. When I was putting together a, a leadership program in an organization for for women that were going to senior leadership, I realized that wife wow, there were these five habits that people were applying. And for myself, and it's simply to think, you know, every day, you know, have a decisive kind of thought, whether it's about yourself or about life, or you know, just really be intentional about your thinking, because that's the first thing that you have to take charge of. And I know you talk about mental resilience. And this is, we have to take our thoughts captive. We have to capture our own thinking and mm. be very intentional mm. about it. And we now know from brain science that, you know, we strengthen our our, our, our brain when we do things like mindfulness or meditate and mm. very intentional. And in the world, this busy world, that habit of having clarity around our thinking mm. is the starting mm. point. And then I would say the second thing is to plan. Be very intentional about those f- things that you want to do. You know, Now in time management training, I say, look, if you can do three things that you plan and you can do them that day, it's a good day. Mm-hmm. And if you could do mm-hmm. one main thing, it's still a good day, you know? Mm. So planning and then obviously that's the thinking, the planning and then the do, which is the execution and really f- writing the verb. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to write X number of words today. I'm going to... It will create this. I'm going to speak to this person, be very intentional about the doing so that Mm. it's not just I learnt it, but I actually put it into action. And then here's the part where you really get the leverage is reflect. That's the fourth thing you then reflect on your day. That could be in the evening or the next morning. And here's the point that I really want to stress. The first question is, what did I do well? yesterday mm-hmm. on the illness because we're so negative oh, yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah. what did
1: yeah. I do well capture that and then that's the fourth thing and then the fifth one is what did I learn from yesterday and just by asking that question didn't matter if it was a bad day there's still something to learn because you ask yourself the question you find out that oh, I learned something you know mm. as I'm going into this new day perhaps I can avoid it perhaps I can and I think that that's the dna of surviving in our 21st century and that is leading yourself first and mm-hmm. if we are all doing that i
0: think that we will make huge progress yeah wow sorry thanks for you started off sharing your story about just being someone who's looking for what what makes a difference what actually works not just the theory but what actually works and i think you've just Circle back to something practical. Anyone that gets to work with you, that knows you, that you are about just practical tips that make a difference. And so these five habits that you shared, just taking the time to think, taking the time to plan, taking the time to do. And then, and some people just stop there, but miss out on the huge benefit of reflecting and thinking, what did I do well? Just reinforcing in your mind the impact that you are having and then what can I what did I learn from yesterday right and so each day and and what's powerful about that is you don't have to be in a position of, of position of leadership to do that yeah. you just have to be someone who wants to show up every day and give your absolute best, best. and Absolutely. that's that self-mastery that personal mastery it's leading oneself so that you can be um incredibly effective and that is powerful well um i'm sure for everyone listening (laughs) we could go on we absolutely could and i think we'll come back because i know you're an incredible thought leader in this space so it'd be great to have you back on again and get people to hear some of your wisdom and insight thank you for everything that you've shared today um a real joy to to have you on so to all our listeners and viewers i hope you enjoyed that i hope you were taking notes i hope you most importantly apply the principles um this podcast isn't just for inside and entertainment it's for transformation and the transformation comes when you apply these principles And so thank you, um, Toya, once again, for being on the show. And just to all listeners, viewers, remember that if you want to be a courageous and resilient leader, if you want to live life on purpose and with purpose, then it starts from the inside out. Have a great day and see you on the next show. Thank you. Thanks, Toya.